Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Thank you, and welcome to this episode of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. I hope everybody is staying safe and healthy as we get through these crazy times together. My guest on today's show is Flavia. Today is a big day for Flavia. Not only are we featuring her on Joy Sounds, but Flavia just released her latest single and video called Them. Them is an ambitious project by Flavia to be released in correspondence with Trans Visibility Day. Be sure to check it out. As you can already tell, Flavia is an artist with a purpose. She's driven to use her artistry and platform to shine a light on those in our society who are all too often ignored, overlooked, or overtly discriminated against. She does this, however, with a fresh pop sensibility and charisma that brings you into her message. On today's show, Flavia performs three songs live from the Joy Sound studio. She performs Ripe, Blue, and Damn, Life is Good. So let's have Flavia kick off today's show with a performance of Ripe on Joy Sounds. Ripe for the pick and even when I'm not in season, but I'll give you all the pleasure from a fruit. Look at a girl lined up for every day of the week. No, I never dries up. I'm a freak. Yeah, the boy's been crying. Cause my mind's been flying to the other side of the street. No need to go to work unless I'm working on your body. Hold you up, lay you down, staying up till the morning. Work hard in the sheets. We could stay here for a week. No need to go to work unless I'm working on your body. Right for the picking, even when I'm not season, but I'll give you all the passion for my fruit. Baby, I'm a fountain water running down the mountain At the bottom, we'll be lounging in the juice Hey, right for the picking, even when I'm not in season But I'll give you all the pleasure for my fruit Baby, I'm a fountain water running down the mountain At the bottom, we'll be lounging in the juice Coming up air Cause I've been living down there One course meal Every time tastes unreal Won the lottery Rushing up on my anatomy If we get tired, change your battery Yeah, we non-stop burning calories No need to go to I'm working on your body, hold you up, lay you down, staying up till the morning. Work hard in the sheets, we could stay here for a week. No need to go to work, yes, I'm working on your body. Right for the picking, even when I'm not in season, but I'll give you all the passion for my fruit. Baby, I'm a fountain water running down the mountain, at the bottom we'll be lounging in the juice. Hey, right for the picking, even when I'm not in season, but I'll give you all the passion for my fruit. Baby, I'm a fountain water running down the mountain At the bottom, we'll be lounging in the juice Juicy fruit coming through Wear that just like perfume Back it up to my room Make you flower, make you bloom Keep it fresh, morning dew Always wet when I'm with you It's like I'm living in the tropics When you drop that body on me But I'll give you all the pressure from my fruit Baby, I'm a fountain water running down the mountain At the bottom, we'll be lounging in the juice Right for the picking, even when I'm not in season But I'll give you all the pressure for my fruit Baby, I'm a fountain water running down the mountain At the bottom, we'll be lounging in the juice Hey, right for the picking, even when I'm not in season But I'll give you all the pressure for my fruit Baby, I'm a fountain water running down the mountain At the bottom, we'll be lounging in the juice Right for the picking, even when I'm not in season But I'll give you all the pressure for my fruit Baby, I'm a fountain water running down the mountain At the bottom, we'll be lounging in the juice Aww. And that was Ripe, performed by Flavia. 
And it's my pleasure to welcome to the Joy Sound Studio, Flavia. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. It's so nice to meet you. What I love about that tune is how uninhibited it is. I mean, I I don't know, from my vantage point, you almost have to be brave to sort of be that uninhibited. Did you have to work your way up to give yourself permission to sing a song like that? Yeah, it's, it's very raw. It's very personal. It's pretty unapologetic. I did. I had to work myself up to being, feeling free to be myself and share yeah. certain experiences that might normally be private. And my guess is that there was probably a little bit of hesitation during the writing process. I think at that point... I didn't have that problem. I was like, this is this is okay. coming out and here it is. It's ready to go. <laughs> Funny enough, I wrote that chorus in like 30 seconds. I was driving down. I live up on a mountain. I was driving down the hill, swerving around the curves. I'm like, oh my God, I have an idea. And that's when I wrote the ripe for a pick and even when I'm not in season, but I'll give you all the passion for my fruit. It just kind of blurted out in 10 seconds and yeah. I couldn't record it fast enough to get it out. You know, mostly when I write songs, if a, an idea comes up in a voice memo and I don't have time to write the song there and then, mm-hmm. quite often it just sits in my voice memo forever. I've got right. about a thousand unwritten yep. songs in there. So for that one, it just really stood with me. And then a couple of days later, I'm like, I think I need to use that that chorus for something. So Stylistically, in the production as well as in the writing, this seems to be a bit of a departure from some of your other songs too, right? Thank you. Yeah, I think the new sound is moving into a little bit more of a edgy, raw, alternative sort of direction. Just the more I figure myself out and find my voice, the more I'm unapologetic about what I'm saying, how I'm saying it, and the kind of music I want to make. Yeah, and it also fits your live demeanor too. Live, you're also uninhibited, and it really carries across to the audience. So now it seems like the music is starting to almost live up to your live show and fortify that, Thank right? you. Yeah, the, the live shows are pretty fun. Sort of like a crazy one-woman show where I'm triggering a <laughs> bunch of stuff and drum pad and vocal samples and um, usually some amazing projections from one of my creative partners that we like film a bunch of stuff and affect it and yeah. project that. So yeah, the, the live show is really fun and I'm glad. It's really it. a complete experience with all the, with the projection. You're doing a lot of your own production, if not all of it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm co-producing on pretty much everything, almost everything. I either write the song on my own and then, you know, work out a demo or get in the studio with some producers and come up with a lot of the creative ideas with them. Or sometimes I'll work in the room with uh, producers and I'll, they'll kind of ferociously be making a beat and, yeah, and yeah. I'm writing to that and chiming in with, I like that sound and blah, 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 let's do this. I like to switch up the way that I work a lot. I don't like to mm-hmm. get too comfortable in one one way of creating or writing because I think then you use that, potentially you can use that as a crutch and then feel not quite as free in, when you're thrown into other situations that you're not used to. So yeah, sure. I'm trying to every week write in different ways on my own with people, with writers, without writers. The one thing that strikes me is, is that you're the epitome of the DIY artist. Um <laughs> whether that's just sort of the one-woman show or the way you write, you record, and all of this. Some of that, I know, is out of necessity, but it brings out some really great stuff in you too, right? Thank you. Yeah, it's been a really beautiful and interesting journey over the last years of you know pursuing my artistry. For years, you're like, oh, why didn't that opportunity happen? Or why didn't I get signed here? Or why didn't I get that team member there? And what's been amazing is I can track through the years every time something didn't go through or didn't happen for me that I wanted. Mm-hmm. It led to the next pinnacle moment in my career and my artistry. So when I couldn't afford a band for all the shows, I started playing a ton of shows a month. And when I couldn't afford a band, that was when I started my solo set and learned, you know, played synth and drum pad and created this whole visual and sonic experience on stage on my own. When I couldn't find the right manager for years, I just learned the 
entire business side of the industry and started booking my own shows, booked, you know, an entire one month tour entirely on my own and learned that side of the industry when I when I didn't have couldn't find the right producers to work with or collaborators. I learned to produce. And that was how I came across my my sound and my best, you know, music and now yeah. how I know how to to create the music that I want to make. And so I'm very grateful that every time I got hit with a giant wall of like, thou shalt not pass. Right, I, right, right. <laughs> I immediately found a way to climb it or to go around it. Looking back, it seems like you're even grateful for those I, moments. I'm so grateful. Yeah. If my music had exploded a couple of years ago, there's so many things I wouldn't have learned or ways that I wouldn't right. have grown. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for all that I've for pushing myself to to learn these things. And in the last few years too, I, I really wanted to hone in on my writing skills. So I wrote over a hundred songs a year and just grinded, grinded that yeah. kind of muscle. Yeah. And now I have this, this songwriting muscle that it, it, I can kind of flex at any time. And I feel really proud of the material that I'm, that I'm writing now that it, now that I've put in years of work into that. <laughs> I think nowadays, um, you know, we live in a world where like everything's kind of moving so fast and people's attention is is really limited and so you have to be a little bit of a jack of all trades right now there's uh, right. you know so many people trying to pursue the same career paths and so how do you stand out in a sea of I mean what is it there's like 20,000 songs being released on Spotify a yeah, day at least yeah at least um I, I could be that number might even be way more than that and yeah. so yeah you just have to be a jack of all trades and really learn your craft another fascinating thing that i read about you is you had a really global upbringing i have to think that it contributed to who you are as an artist yeah i think it it contributed to who i am as a person very mm, much which sure. i'm me my art is me so it's all kind of linked and yeah i did i grew up mostly in ireland i lived in the countryside went to school in Dublin and was raised there and then grew up partly in Italy. I am Italian. I'm actually not Irish by blood. I always say that I'm Italian by blood, Irish by character because I feel, in a sense, <laughs> feel it. more Irish than anything because that was my surroundings and I my personality is very Irish. But yeah. yeah, so I grew up, you know, speaking multiple languages and traveling. I think people in, in Europe tend to travel a lot. So I grew up traveling and and moving around a lot, went to, God knows, like 15 schools. So I'm used to change and I'm used to having to assimilate and, and relearn a new environment, which mm -hmm. probably really helped my music and the business side of things and my business skills. And then moved out to LA to, to go to CalArts to study music and, and haven't left. Travel in general is is a really outside of my art. It's probably the most important thing to me. I just, I learned so much from traveling and from new experiences and from people. And I just absorb that into my music and write songs about mm -hmm. it. And outside of the constant LA grind, that's my one escape. It's like, okay, well, a few weeks a year, I'm going to go explore a corner of the world. Nice. What influences are you drawing from? You know, that's always a funny question for me. I didn't particularly grow up listening to a ton of profound music. Mm. I grew up in the countryside in Ireland where it was just like radio was Spice Girls and Britney Spears. So that was kind of my right. my upbringing. And then my mom was obsessed with opera, but that didn't really, um, I don't know, I don't think that really made an imprint. So I had an interesting kind of experience when I got to CalArts where every single person knew like every Beatles record and what year it was released and had grown up on so many classic artists. And, and I kind of went into a panic starting to, you know, learn, listen to a ton of music as an adult, though, instead of... Did you feel behind? I felt very behind, but yeah. I think it had an interesting effect where actually, you know, a lot of my friends and artists that I look up to, they have these inspirations from a very young age where I can hear that in their music. Mm -hmm. And actually, because I didn't start listening to artists that I admire until my adult years, I feel more of a kind of a sponge where little things get imprinted that I'm not as consciously aware of. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a ton of, I mean, when I was younger, I'd say maybe Amy Winehouse, Nora Jones, 
those were kind of my main two vocal references, I would say. Sure, okay. But but yeah, it was it was as an adult that I really started getting into rock and soul music and jazz and pop and appreciating that. And Prince is my true love. I, I man, that I think he was just so himself and so brave in his music and also such an activist. In being himself, I think he was really a true advocate for those that, especially in that time, that didn't feel as free to be themselves in their gender and their sexuality and yeah. So as though though my music doesn't necessarily sound like kind of sonic references from Prince, him as a person, I just really love what he stood for. To change pace considerably from the first song, <laughs> doing something entirely different than Ripe, which you open the show with, the next song I'd love to ask you to play is Blue. This song is one of my older songs, actually, that is, you know, usually you write a song and in a couple of years you've kind of moved on from it and you're like, I never want to hear that again. And right. this one was just so special to me. And it's the first song I ever wrote about a girl. Wrote it about maybe four years ago, three and a half, four years ago. And it was kind of the start of huge shift in my life and this journey. And this past year, at top of 2019, I actually came out with a music video uh, and and came out on Billboard Pride. Uh, so that was really, really exciting. And it all started with this song. So, wow. Um, so this is an important song. This is a really important song to me. Yeah. 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 It, it seems like it served as a real catalyst for your own expression, self-awareness, yeah. all of those yeah. things. Yeah. Self-discovery and just kind of opening myself up to a side of myself that I really hadn't been aware of. So this is Flavia performing Blue on Joy Sounds. I'm 
You don't know your power, girl I'm in your web We could hide up in here from the world They won't suspect You don't know your power, girl I'm in your web Hide up in here from the world And that was Flavia performing her song, Blue. Last week, I mentioned how inspired I was by all the artists who were live-streaming their performances while we all cope with the current stay-at-home orders. This week, I was particularly moved by the countless venues that present emerging artists who were also struggling during this shutdown. The ripple effect of all the bartenders, service staff, and tech staff suddenly without work is staggering. I've spent countless hours in local L.A. clubs like Hotel Cafe and the Bootleg Theater checking out music, so it's only fitting that I would offer some support. All of these venues have set up various ways to provide financial support to help them weather this storm. I donated, and I encourage anybody listening to support the venues in your areas that present emerging artists. Thank you for your consideration. Now let's get back to our conversation with Flavia. And that was Blue by Flavia. Again, I really appreciate you sharing that with us because now... uh, hearing the context of it and knowing what a pivotal song this is that meant all the more hearing it with knowing that context so i appreciate that thank you yeah i think it started a really profound journey for me even in my activism in the lgbtq community yeah i think it very much started here with me wanting to speak out for you know a a group of people that especially you know we live in la which is pretty accepting but there's places all over the world and all over the states that are still very much it's not talked about and it's not represented in media and it was really important to me to represent, you know, this this group of people in, in media that can be heard around the world. Yeah, um, yeah. And this is important to you. This is your platform as an artist is to use your music for a purpose. You do represent and bring to light issues that should be more understood, right? Yeah, I think um, kind of my mission statement as an artist um, is very much too cheesy as it might sound, like heal your hearts with my pain. I feel lucky that, you know, I have this life philosophy that for me, anything is worth going through. Anything difficult is worth going through if you can make art out of it. Any difficult situation, like why is this happening? Why me? And those are the moments where I'm like, oh, I got to write about this. Because if through my suffering, there is even one person out there in the world that takes that song and it helps them in some way, then it was all worth it. You know, all my songs, I, I try to have songs like pop with purpose. I try to have a yeah. song that has a really deeper meaning behind it. My first single was called Hateful and I did an anti-bullying Be Kind campaign around it. 
And I mean, I had, luckily that song did really well. I got a lot of attention from Apple Music and Spotify. So I had people all over the world reaching out to me. I had, you know, 16-year-old girl in Germany saying, thank you, you this song saved me in school this week. And, mm -hmm. and that for me was like, even though that song was written about a really difficult situation I had gone through, that just made it all worth it. After that, I released a single that was about mental health awareness and addiction. Then my next single was my coming out on Billboard Pride. You know, now I've got an EP coming out in June. It's going to be a Pride EP with a ton of um, queer-centered music and shooting an amazing music video uh, next month that we're releasing on um, Trans Visibility Day for trans rights and non-binary just to raise awareness about a community that is even more underrepresented that's for sure. in yeah. the media. So yeah. um, that's just really important to me to have music that, though I do have my fair share of, you know, shameless summer anthems, to have those songs that, that really mean something and can affect someone's life positively it means the world to me. And it sounds like you're living your mission. Yes, I am. And that, that's been the shift in the last couple of years that really changed everything for me. It wasn't just writing about, you know, relationships or feelings, um, which is wonderful, but also writing about bigger kind of world issues and then molding that into a really fun pop song that is accessible to everyone where maybe you're listening to it. You know, my, my song, Gotta Let You Go, that's about mental health and addiction, like you'd listen to that and think it was just about a relationship that you got let go, let go of, but it's about someone's relationship to, you know, substances and substance abuse that they can't um, seem to free themselves of. So yeah. I think music has, is one of the few things, the few blessings we have that has the power to just change the world. I think it's, it's our, it's our glue. It's yeah. our human glue, no matter what ethnicity or background you have, like people can gather at a concert of every race and gender and just connect on music. And yeah. I think that's such a powerful thing. One of the most amazing things about music and being an artist and a writer is it feels bigger than me when I'm writing something and it just, these words, you know, I can't write it down fast enough that it's coming out of my m mind and my mouth and my brain. And, and it feels like there's something coming through me that is writing the song. You know, I don't, I almost don't even take credit for it sometimes. Cause I'm like, I didn't do this. I don't know where this came from, but I didn't do this. It's a wild <laughs> sensation when it comes from a different place like that. Isn't yeah. It? It's incredible. And there's both. There's definitely days where I'm like, okay, I'm going to work to write this song. And right. I'm, and it's, those are equally as interesting. And you're, you're really thinking about things and what you want to say. And, and then there are some moments where you're just so overcome with whatever feeling you have. And it just, I, you know, I've written on a song on a napkin in five minutes and top to bottom. And it was like, well, I, I didn't do that, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm grateful for what, you know, whatever powers that be um, decided that I was the right vessel for that. We were talking off air too. And it sounds like you're really busy right now. Oh man. I, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> there's so much, especially when you're, you know, your own producer, writer, performer, you know, business manager, it's just so, and then trying to find time to to just have a life or see friends right. like that that always, especially when your art is what you love more than anything in the world. It's like, I almost, I put off anything to do that. But sometimes I do have to remember to, my new 2020 goal, I will say up until end of last year, I'm I'm very much a, a workaholic and that that is a blessing and a curse. It sure is. As of 2020, I'm really trying to be a little more balanced because it is these, ex these life experience. It is through traveling and through meeting new people and reading different books that actually inspires your art in so many ways. And so as of this year, you know, I'm, I'm waking up and instead of being gripped with all the things that I feel like I have to do in a day, I make sure now to just keep two hours in the morning to myself to, you know, read and meditate and journal and do yoga, um, whatever it is that brings me kind of peace of mind that that morning to start my day without stress. That's and great. You know, it's, it's, it's completely shifted a lot for me. And I find I have more mental 
space to actually get the work done right mm-hmm. yeah. than just powering through working, you know, 15 hours a day. <laughs> An artist needs to be nourished. Yeah. Uh, so that's great that you're reclaimed and yeah. protect that time. So. It's great. And, and I found that all of these things go out the window when you're trying to do your art 24-7. And I found that a couple of these books that I was reading immediately the next day, I'm like, oh, that was a really cool theme in that book. I want to write about that because I'm writing so much and it gives... It gives you just new life of stories to tell and things to write about. What do you see is next for you? I'm working on, like I said, two two bigger bodies of work this year, an EP and an album. And I've got some really exciting festivals I'm playing this summer um, and spring. And just continuing to make great art that can, you know, impact people positively. I have an incredible visual team and we do most of my music videos together. I love visual storytelling. That's really important to me alongside the music to have visual art form to go with it. Um, whether it's the you know the photography, the single artwork, or the music videos, yeah, my goal is just playing a lot of shows, getting this body of work done to share with the world, and just keep making great art. I think every other year of my life, because I've been so go go go, I was kind of seeking everything out, and this year I'm taking a little bit of a step back to just focus on the art and let things come to me a little bit and um, appreciate them when they do, but not kill myself trying to get yeah. every opportunity because. You spread yourself too thin that way. Yeah, it's funny when you allow it to come to you Mm -hmm. and you do what sort of is a natural passion and very organic, that's when the good stuff comes. You brought up your music videos and I I have noticed that your music videos do have a lot more of a, a narrative and care and great imagery going on. So specifically the tune, Damn Life is Good, that's a really striking video. Thank you. Yeah, that's actually, that was my uh, directorial debut. That was the first music no way. video cool. that I had ever directed. Um, I shot that in Ireland, in my hometown. That one was like a half performance style, half doc style video where I asked friends, fans, and family around the world to send me videos of them living their absolute best life. And so it was, huh. it's just one of those videos, like quite often once I'm done with a song or a video, I've put in so much time that I just can't listen back or watch back. And that's one of those ones where every time I watch it, it makes me smile because it's just footage of people around the world coming together and having, you know, what are moments they've documented that are like some of their favorite moments in, in their lifetime. It's really nice. And it's yeah. just so feel good. So that was really exciting. And and I'm lucky that I have an incredible visual team. And, and even with that, you got to get crafty. You have to find, we do these videos on such a small budget and they look like four times the budget because right, right. you're finding creatives that care about your art and you know so many of my videos it's like please help me and i'll cook you an amazing dinner and (laughs) like be eternally grateful and it's the barter system it is (laughs) and as much as that only flies for you know a certain amount of projects it's been amazing the people that have come together on friend favors or because they believe in the project and want to be involved in the future the kind of things art you can make when you connect with people and you and create community is is incredible. Where was the location though? That was pretty cool. I feel so lucky. I grew up in a historic uh, house in the Wicklow Hills that my family ran as a B and B. It's like a three hundred and sixty year old home. And my dad actually just moved back and and renovated it, and it's open again to the public. So if you are in Wicklow, Ireland, and <laughs> you know want to go to Clone <laughs> Country House, it is the most magical. For me, a place on earth, you know, I grew up running around these sort of ancient winding hallways and running around playing games with my siblings and also, you know, working the hotel and the B&B and being a part of that, which is probably where I got my work ethic. My parents at 12 were like, right, we're putting you to work. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but, that, but that place is like a snapshot of your upbringing. Then. It is. That's why that video is also so special to me is because it, it's home. I assume you're 
easy enough to be found on Instagram and all those platforms? I am. It's pretty much at Flavia Speaks on all social platforms and Flavia on, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, all DSPs um, and my music videos on YouTube. You can, you can find me everywhere. On socials is where I I'm and most consistent posting, um, you know, up, upcoming shows and festivals that I'll be playing and Great. song releases so people can. And I'm pretty good about um, messaging. So if people want to DM me, they can reach out. But before you go, I'm wondering if you'd play us one more tune. I would love to. Cool. We mentioned Damn Life is Good. I think that would be an, a great one for us to close out the show. Okay? Yeah, let's do it. All right. This is Flavia performing Damn Life is Good. <laughs> I told you not to worry Cause I'm never gonna hurt you It's forever, what's the hurry When we've got so much to hold on to When there's room for a doubt You're so quick to shut it out One look, you got me feeling weak One touch and I'm on my knees It's been three years And I could do a thousand more If I've got you right Damn life is good, baby with you. Oh, oh, oh. damn life is good. Damn life is good with you. Oh, oh, oh. damn life is good. Damn life is good. and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know. 